Well, hey, everybody. This is Matt and Doug. And we are just taking a moment to pause and remind ourselves that we're about to head into Lent. We're in the season of Epiphany. We've been here for a couple weeks, but we are almost to Ash Wednesday, almost ready to lead into Lent. So we wanted to take a moment to talk about that, to talk about some of the other things on our radar as a body um, in the next stretch. So, hey, Doug. Good morning. Thanks for hosting me in the frigid (laughs) office of of the global headquarters of our podcast. (laughs) We're glad to be here. Yeah. Well, we, as we move towards Lent, we've been in some pretty weird rhythms since last Lent. We've also had lots going on. We've got a new building that we're moving towards slowly, but it seems like suddenly we're moving pretty quickly. So I wonder if maybe you could share a little bit about just what what Lent looks like for for our community as we as we move towards this building and as we move into fundraising and praying for for what's to come. Sure. Yeah, this all broke last Lent. It's a Wow, it's hard. It to all broke. <laughs> yeah, the, the world broke, and it's going to be healed by the Lord. Uh, you know, this has been such a year. Not only the pandemic, but uh, in May, you know, the, the violence and all the political tension and, and everything else. And one of the things that I've enjoyed, and I, and I, I really think you've kind of set the tone for this, is. I think we've decided to allow the church calendar and the texts we're looking at or reading through to to shape our responses to the things going on in the world, which is, I found really centering and grounding that we didn't have to kind of go invent a topical series for everything that came up. We just kind of kept going with what we decided to preach through during ordinary time and then the same thing during the, the, the seasons like Lent and Advent. And ironically, without any planning on our part, um, we, we are moving now to a, a, a time when we'll be renovating the building, building on the incredibly generous gift of the AAA building, and uh, trying to raise some funds so that we can get in there and, and create kind of a home base. I, I like to think of it as a place to abide and go. Uh, when I think of a scripture to kind of summarize, it's that John 15 where Jesus says, Abide in me and go and bear much fruit. And, you know, I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing over there, but that's kind of the point. I think we'll get in and uh, get into the neighborhood, listen, and God will show us how to abide and go. Um, so I think Lent is going to be as usual, an opportunity for renewal and reflection, but particularly this year, we want to reflect on the theme of of generosity. Giving is actually one of the the Lenten practices, and this year we thought, all right, we have a wonderful opportunity to discern, uh, how am I going to get involved with what God is doing here? And it's an opportunity to kind of look at our own generosity. And so I'll be preaching a series on the paradox of generosity, Um, this remarkable biblical truth that when we do give, God blesses us, not necessarily materially, but just with joy and purpose and meaning and fulfillment and things like that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
Yeah, I do think we talked about the world breaking. And I do <laughs> just reflecting on the last year and the way that it's worked. So much of it, I think, for a lot of us has come in the form of survival mode, kind of self-preservation, not being sure about the future, and just a lot of that anxiety, a lot of that disruption kind of mm -hmm. just puts us in a place where we're not always thinking about generosity as much as we're just thinking about getting through the day. So I'm excited for a chance to to spend time in Lent thinking about what it looks like to open up and be generous and also just for a chance to examine myself and see the places where where I've closed up or where, mm. um, where that impulse towards self-preservation has kept me from opportunities to be generous. So mm -hmm. I think that'll be a really good journey for us to take together. You know, when you're saying that, I was thinking a lot of times during Lent, we think about giving up things. Mm. And maybe this year we can think more about giving away things or mm. giving to others. It's like you said, I like yeah. the idea of kind of opening back up as we move towards Easter and yeah. vaccines and spring and a new building and all that good stuff. Yeah. So as we as we move through Lent this year, we'll start off with Ash Wednesday, which is coming. So Wednesday, February 17th, um, we'll do Ash Wednesday. And in some ways, it'll be like we normally do. We'll have three services throughout the day at 8, noon, and 6 p.m. And we'll do it in the yard in the same way that we've been doing yard church. So we hope that, that you can come. It does feel important in in the ways that we aren't able to gather, it feels like a helpful way for us to come together to start into this season. So that's coming soon. We'll move through Lent and we'll have our yard church gatherings on Thursday nights at 6 p.m. in my yard. <laughs> uh, and then I think what many of us are really looking forward to is this big, what will feel huge, I guess, the service of Easter, being able to all come together in the Yay. amphitheater. Uh, Sunday spaced morning apart, on Easter, yes, spaced yeah. apart, but yeah. but all together, and even thinking about last year as the pandemic started, and, mm. and then we suddenly weren't able to gather for Easter. Lent kind of mm. felt hard, and then Easter felt a little muted and just toned down. We were all yeah. by ourselves in our houses, um, so we're really excited about the chance to do that this year to come mm. together. About, I mean, we've talked a lot about doing that all safely. Yeah. Um, how are we going to do that? Yeah. So we will do that in a few different ways that'll look a little differently. The main thing that will be very different will be that we'll all be spaced out in the amphitheater. So where we usually just take up those middle sections will be spread out throughout the amphitheater. And we've been working with them to, to do the math. So families will be spaced apart. And with that, we also will have registration this year just to make sure that we've got the space that we need. If we get more than we think we can handle, we'll, we'll find ways to accommodate that. We're not trying to limit yeah. who can come as much as be prepared right. and hospitable. Um, so we'll be spaced in the amphitheater. We'll wear masks uh, during the service. 
We will have um, baptisms during the service, which is another thing that we're excited about. We haven't been able to do baptisms for the last year, and so we'll have some of our our newer small pandemic babies and <laughs> recent additions to our community um, getting baptized during that time. And I know we've thought about ways to, to do that safely and we're working with families to make sure that they know about that opportunity and that they're comfortable with the ways that we're doing it. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be similar. We'll be in the same place, same time. It'll be different just in that we're spaced out, um, wearing masks. We'll do communion with our individual yeah. what we've come to call our communion lunchables. Um, <laughs> How about Ash Wednesday? Yeah, so Ash for Ash Wednesday we'll do we'll do similar format. We'll do what we've been doing for yard church. We'll be spaced out in the yard. We'll be wearing masks. Um, and then as far as the ashing goes and the distribution of ashes, you can participate or not in that. And then as we do that, we will we'll have masks and face shields and I will be speaking during that part of the service as Doug does the the ashes. Um, so we've been thinking about ways to do that safely, but also in ways where we're not having people do it alone in different corners of the yard. So, And what will Sundays look like after Easter? Yeah, so another thing that we're excited about is we, we've got a goal and and really just we're going to roll with it regardless, but we're going to move our worship from Thursday nights in the yard, which we've had to do really to give time to edit videos and, and get them up on the internet. We're going to move to meeting on Sundays instead of Thursdays, starting with Easter Sunday, um, but the Sunday following Easter to start meeting Sunday afternoon. And we'll, we'll be meeting in the yard on Sundays and then live streaming that at the same time mm -hmm. online so that people can participate and it's an yeah. opportunity for us to to do something at the same time on the same day and hopefully as we move into the spring for more people to be able to come and participate so mm. yeah a lot a lot to look forward to a lot to think about and get ready for yeah so. It does feel like we're, we're kind of turning, we're coming out of this um, long winter of the soul. Uh, and it's exciting to look forward to vaccines and Easter and spring and newness and new home. I think, and you know, and a part of that is this, um, well, we, we are raising funds to help renovate this building so we have this home base to abide and go from and impact our community and I just I've been praying that we would grow in God as we give that this would would really be a time where we encounter God and his his generosity his abundance yeah. as we try to discern what what role am I going to play in in this so yeah. that's I'm looking forward to seeing what it's already going to work in my own heart yeah Paul often will end a, a letter to his, it feels a little bit like the apostles here because they often weren't with their people. And I feel yeah. like we're that way a little bit. What, if you could give kind of a pastoral encouragement or even exhortation to our flock as we wrap this up, what would it be? 
really good question. I think my my pastoral encouragement would be be one to to just take a moment and admit or recognize the ways that that the last few months or maybe even just the last week has been difficult and been hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in some ways it feels in the ways that it feels like we've settled into the pandemic, it also feels like we just <laughs> we forget to acknowledge the ways that this is hard. Um, and then at the same time, and maybe particularly as we move through Lent, I think just just really simple encouragement to to find ways to read scripture regularly. And, and maybe even more than that, to, to talk about it with people, whether that's on a Zoom call or at home or on a phone call. But I think that just that simple practice has been really important through this last stretch, just reading scripture and reflecting on it, but also talking about it in community with other people. Um, I think too, maybe Lent is a is a good opportunity and a good moment to reissue an invitation to morning prayer. Mm, yeah. If you're looking for for some way to mark the time of Lent, some some practice to take up during Lent, we are we're still on Zoom every morning at eight and sharing prayer requests, reading scripture, talking about it. Um, praying old prayers mm. for for things that we often don't have the words of our own to express. Um, but yeah, I would I would invite anybody who's interested or anybody who's thought about it, even if it's just one day of the week or one day every couple weeks. Feel free to just hop in and have a chance to see other people from our body and share in those things. How about you, what's what word of encouragement would you give at the end of this radio dispatch? <laughs> well, I miss y'all. I love you, and I can't wait to be together yeah. again. Um, it will be interesting to see kind of what's the same and what's different when we all come back together. Uh, I understand some wonderful things have happened as we've learned to connect in new ways and things like that. Yeah. I. I I also sense that the pandemic has pulled us apart a little bit, isolated us, got us into silos. It's hard when you can't regularly gather together. I, I would just encourage encourage your family to engage uh, Lent in whatever way you can. Um, to uh, if you feel safe to, to try to come to the services. If you don't, to to watch them, to listen to the podcast, to go to a morning prayer. Um, to read even simple things like listening to uh, something that comes, a video or, or reading uh, an email. I mean, just kind of the mundane, kind of trivial tasks of being in community. Yeah. Um, I think that will help us sort of start to come back together as we move towards being together physically.
pay us into Lent. Yeah, we'd love to. Father, we come to you just on the on the cusp of Lent in this new season um, for all the ways that it's been difficult for us to know what time it is in the last year. Um, I'm grateful for the church calendars and, and the rhythms of it and the way that it connects us to your story and to the life of Jesus. Help us find ways to do this together. Use this, like Doug said, just to begin to to knit us back together, to, to tighten up the places where we've drifted apart. Um, and we just look forward with great hope to Easter morning and being able to celebrate that and to see to see one another, to see children that have been born in the last year that that some of us haven't met yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I I would not be surprised for for myself and for others of us if we just spend the whole service (laughs) weeping with joy. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll take that. We'll take take a morning of weeping with joy in each other's presence. Uh, But prepare our hearts for those of us who are struggling and who are in the midst of things that are really hard Mm. you give us courage to reach out to one another you give us people that we trust to reach out to watch over us guide us be our shepherd through this stretch but we love you we miss one another Um, bring us back together and lead us towards you Mm. amen Amen.